what a wonderful day. Um, as mentioned, my name is Katie, London-based designer with passion for colors, materials, and finishes. Having that passion for several years now, I've been researching how colors, materials, and finishes could influence design in a more meaningful way. And however many books I would read, however many projects I would work on, you know, whichever stage it was, um, R&D, um, prototyping, brainstorm ideation, concept development, whatever it was, there were five elements that always stood out to me very substantially. And these were the sensorial threads that they were interweaving and interplaying between each other, creating the backbone language of the design as we know it and the experience of the design as we know it. And that was the moment here and there where I realized that senses speak to us on daily basis. They speak to us every minute and every second of our lives. And by doing that, they create our holistic awareness of where we are, what we're interacting with, who we are with. And somehow, being in the design world, I couldn't find anyone really addressing it. So with today's presentation, allow me to push the boundaries of what the design is and how we perceive design to be and, and what it could be should we approach it from a sensorial point of view. And let me start by asking you a few questions. I hope that's okay. If you want to participate, do raise your hand. So how many here of you today in the audience like to be touched in a positive way? Yes, me too, me too. Uh, how many of you enjoyed the scent of flowers? Has the music um, or the sound of an instrument or, or a beautiful voice of an acoustic singer ever made you stop and listen? Have you ever experienced the mouth-watering effect of a luscious and indulgent meal that was just in front of you and you just wanted to try it and then once you got to it, you had that, you know, happy tickling effect, yeah. And have you ever experienced the sense of sight transport you to a, a different dimension entirely, something that was so unexpected that you would have been able to see and experience with your eyes? And were these singular experiences something that you would ever want to repeat again? Like, were they fascinating? Were they exciting? Did they give you a buzz? Did they leave perhaps something a bit extraordinary with you? Or, or was it perhaps something, new sensation, something or something that you, you've already felt before, but like to feel again? And what if these singular sensorial threads could overlap? So in the same moment, you could be touched in a positive way, listen to a beautiful music, taste the indulgence of a meal. And what, what if this scenario, when we have everything together, you know, would it create a, a more fulfilling interactions between us, the brands, the products? Would it be more engaging, more, more memorable? Yes or no? We might have different perspectives on it, but even if you say no, I would still like you to consider what if we could design with these five sensorial threads in mind. H how would the products and spaces and experiences we design be different? On, on a simple example of, of a kettle, you know, if, if we were to use sensorial design, designing it, what kind of color would it have? What kind of texture would it have? What kind of sound would it have? Would we add smell to it when the water is boiling and it's, it's ready to, to use for our teas? And in my research, I've understood that we actually, as designers, we already do it. We already adopt the sensorial design, but perhaps we do it unconsciously and intuitively. So 
What if it was our inspiration and driver to start with? You might be thinking, what is this lady talking about, sensorial design? What is this? So how do we define it? Simply as designing with senses in mind, considering the senses of the end user before we start designing the product, the space, the experience. You might ask me, why does it matter? And it's a very fair point to ask. Every user, I firmly believe, deserves to experience sensorially stimulating environment, environment that is sensorially healthy and enhances your well-being. So let me introduce you to my perspective on how creative industry could adopt sensorial design and why it matters. Touch is an intrinsically emotional sense that acts like a social glue between us, uh, people, things we interact with. It's something that's much stronger than anything else we know. That when you're sitting in the underground and you can smell the beautiful perfume on another person, but you can't touch that person, so you don't have that physical interaction. So how can design could engage through sense of touch? 2D interaction, physical interaction of surfaces, gestures, flat textures, structures, fluidity of shape, temperature, we always forget, hot or cold surface, light or heavy product. And on that simple example of a mundane object like a door handle, we can see that using different materials, finishes and colors, we create either a heavy object, cold object, something that appears natural, warm and fun. So let me ask you, how many of you here today has chosen Apple products not only because of the IoT or because it's trendy, but also because how it feels in your hand, how you, how you like to touch and interact with it. And what if I was to tell you that Apple products have been designed to mimic the sensation of human skin? So once you're interacting with them, it's almost like you're touching other person. Smell. Scent might be just one of the most powerful things we know. It can instantly allure, disgust, transport you halfway across the world or bring out the memories that you thought they were long forgotten. Ethereal material, something that's not tangible, but it can instantly interact with you and you can react to it. So how can design use sense of smell? It can create memories. And you might ask, why is Andy Warhol in your slide? So he, uh, for many years, experimented with scent, and every several months or several years, he would change the perfume he was wearing and then deposit the rest in his scent library, as he used to call it. And then whenever he wanted to get transported into certain time or period in his life, he would just simply sniff and instantly transport himself to, to certain moments he wanted to remember. Spatial immersion. Define emotion. If your brand is a happy brand, how does happiness smell? How, how do you show it in your products to your end users? Create olfactory maps, enhance experiences, add value to your products, encourage interaction. Taste. Taste along with smell determines flavors of the foods and anything we intake through our mouth. And how could design, again, stimulate that sense, enhance sweet sensations, your exploration of shape. Play with salty forms. Define what sour texture could be. Sight. And when I read about sight, it always astonishes me, all the statistics on how much we use sight across our advertising and design. And 83% is being used on sense of sight, whereas remaining 17% 
is for all the other senses. So that makes our sense of sight the most strained and overloaded of the senses. So how can design engage with the sense of sight on a level that's you know, beyond that, that doesn't strain it and, and, and help it flourish? Appropriate application of color, immersive stimulation, clear or distorted expression, energizing or relaxing experiences, stimulating spaces, hearing. Auditory perception is the ability for us to perceive sounds by detecting vibrations. And these vibrations can have physiological, psychological, cognitive and behavioral effect on us. So how can design engage us more through the sense of hearing and add value through that? And you, if you're a designer, you do have the power to create the soundtrack of your product. You can come up with new experiences, like in National Gallery, um, a few years back, there was an exhibition titled Soundscape, where you could hear the painting and see the sound. You can define your design in a multi-sensorial way. So to conclude, and not overload you guys with any more of this, I just want to ask you, what are we going to do with design future ahead? Will we stick to the design tools that we've gotten familiar with and perhaps comfortable with? Or will we push the boundaries of design and explore something new? Will we be brave enough to do it? And do we deserve to adopt the practice of sensorial design to create more fulfilling and well-being stimulating products, spaces and experiences? Well, I think we do. Do you? Yeah? Yeah? Yes or no? <laughs> I hope we, we, we all do. So leaving today's event and, and, and my presentation, I really want you to remember that sensorial design matters and senses, they speak to us on daily basis, every day, every minute of our lives. So why should we not design for them and keep them in mind when we do so? Well, thank you for your attention. Have a lovely day.